Welcome to The Girls' Room. I'm your host, Marissa Quintalmo. The Girls' Room is a safe space where we talk about all things uncomfortable, challenging, and oftentimes gross that come along with womanhood. Tune in every week for a new glamorous episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Girls' Room. This month, we're getting jiggy with it, learning and talking about all things sex and pleasure. This week, we have the incredible Jenna from Honest Sexuality here to talk about her career and help end the stigma of sex. So welcome, Jenna. I'm so excited to have you here today. Can you introduce yourself? Oh my God. I'm so excited to be here. So I'm Jenna. I run the Honest Sexuality account on Instagram. I'm a sex and relationship coach, and pretty much I got into it from doing a whirlwind of like figuring out who I am and what I wanted to do. But basically I help people get confident in their sex lives with their relationships and with themselves. And I just teach sex ed and it's really fun. (laughs) That's so awesome. I have so many questions about like what you do and everything, but before we get into that, I want to hear more about your backstory. Like what made you become interested in being a sex relationship Uh host and just being interested in talking (laughs) about sex in general? Yeah, this is, there's going to have a short version, a medium version, or a long version. Give it to me, girl. (laughs) Okay, well, I grew up in really conservative communities pretty much my whole life. Um, In eighth grade, I started going to a conservative school that lasted all the way through high school, which is actually where I met my boyfriend, who I'm still with today, which is just ironic. Wow. (laughs) Kind of crazy. But yeah, it was... Oh, it was very, very conservative. It was actually a Mennonite school, which is fascinating, but it was very much like taught abstinence, very shaming around sex and sexuality. Like, I think I never had a health class for whatever reason. My boyfriend had a health class and he (laughs) said all they learned was not to have sex and that masturbation is a sin. So that was the gist of basically like her background of growing up so pretty much like as I became an adult okay granted we started dating also as sophomores in high school and we didn't have sex for six and a half years into our relationship because we thought it was a sin and that's a very insightful tidbit about like how we grew up but I we broke up for a while back like three years ago and I was just doing a lot of like self-exploration and I had this one really big like girls night and we all got drunk and I was like okay like who masturbates because everyone has to masturbate like this isn't if we're all doing it why aren't we talking about it and all these girls were like oh yeah I do but like it's not that enjoyable and I was like well maybe you don't have the right thing I had literally ordered like this basic vibrator off of Amazon and like 17 other girls ordered it that night. And I was like, this vibrator needs to sponsor me. And that was basically the start of this whole thing. And here we are today. And yeah, one day I Googled, how do you become a sex and relationship coach? And it was actually a thing. And I was like, all right, well, this is what I'm going to do because I want to help people feel comfortable in the ways I never learned how to feel growing up. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. How do you feel that this conservative Christian culture had an effect on your relationship with your body and sex and everything about that? Oh, I think, I think the way that I was brought up is harmful to all genders and all people, obviously. I think specifically though, like even the high school we grew up going to, even though masturbation was a sin, it was very open talking about the male pleasure and like porn addictions and they still it was like normalized that 
men masturbate. It was just bad. I literally didn't know that I could masturbate until I was an adult. And so I think also like our school had really tough dress codes for women. I was really, I'm really, really tall and slender. And so like we had to have dresses that basically came to our knees and every nothing fit me like not a single thing came to my knees it either had to be like a classic maxi dress which actually was like a mid-calf dress for me or it had to be like you know I couldn't wear one even if I wore leggings underneath or something like I got dress coded so many times for like being told I was looking too sexual and I didn't even like at that age I didn't even I wasn't even trying to be sexual you know and so I think it affected me by thinking that my body was bad before I even like was aware of my body. And so I think it took me a really long time separating myself from that community to realize like, even outside of like masturbation and self-pleasure, it's okay to make myself feel good. Like it's okay to like, I got really into yoga. I got my yoga certification, like just like that kind of really helped too, because it made me feel really embodied and like present with myself. And I think that it was honestly just one of the stepping stones of getting me closer to like knowing myself but I think that's one of the worst things about the conservative community is like how it shames women's bodies before they're even aware of their own body like your body's bad before you even know how to use it or what you're doing and men's bodies don't ever get talked to like that so <laughs> mm, <good Yeah>. self. <laughs> I totally get what you're saying I feel like that's like <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just like so common and like that's just yeah. it's not okay to be taught things like that and have women feel like ashamed and like almost even like scared to like have this body. Like it should never be yes. about that. But then like men are just like they're just they're just doing their thing like Yes. And like also with the oh my least favorite saying I think in that culture is like causing boys and men to stumble. And it's like no, like we have this dress code that women couldn't like show their shoulders. And I was like, what is so sexual about my shoulders? Like, don't get me wrong. Shoulders are beautiful. And like women have beautiful shoulders, but like, come on, like, what's the real problem? Like you're not teaching people how to be comfortable with their sexuality. So they sexualize everything because you're honestly that way of teaching teaches you to sexualize women more than just teaching us that it's like, this is just bodies and this is what bodies do and bodies can be sexy also bodies are just walking around doing things all day long and it's just oh it pissed me off <laughs> yes exactly it makes us feel like we're the problem I don't know if you saw but within the past week I believe it was in Florida there was a bunch of high school mm -hmm. girls and they all got their outfits photoshopped very poorly photoshopped I might add <laughs> they didn't even try <laughs> no not at all like it was so terrible but like seeing that broke yeah. my heart like yeah we should never be putting the blame and making women just feel no. bad about just existing like showing shoulders are you fucking kidding like that is I, what's wrong a shoulder with that? yes exactly no I saw that post and it oh, it pissed me off too because it's just like I feel like too we're trying to teach consent right now we're trying to teach like how to have honest conversations and like those girls probably didn't consent to having their bodies edited for the yearbook. Like they wore an outfit that they felt confident and cute in, and then the yearbook comes out and they're like, fuck, what the heck? Why did this happen? Like, I didn't, that, I, it's just so crazy to me how like men can have so much like autonomy over their bodies and what they do, but people just don't give a shit about women's bodies. They're like, oh, that's bad. I'm going to go ahead and cover that up. And then we're just like, excuse me. <laughs> 
I know. No. And the outfits weren't even bad. Like the one person no. was wearing like a thick tank top. Like I remember being yes. in high school and I couldn't wear anything that was like smaller than like a two fingers width span. Yeah. But like these were like <laughs> thick, like t-shirts. Like they were covering yes. basically to the elbow. Like that yes. is just so absurd. And I saw that they weren't giving refunds for the pictures either. And like, that's just what they're going with. Like that is so terrible, especially high school. Like Ugh. they're freshmen, 14 years I know. Old. They're not trying to be sex objects right now. Like, you're sexualizing them more than they were ever trying to sexualize themselves. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. So that's why, again, I love what you do and that you're trying to end the stigma about things like this. You're having these open conversations. You're starting a lot of conversations that I think really need to be had. So again, I applaud you on what you do. Thank you. Part of me wonders, like, even with all the transgender laws that are being passed right now, like, I almost wonder if, like, it's and the abortion laws that are being passed recently I wonder if it's like getting worse before it gets better like I feel like there's this older generation that like does not know how to even rationalize some of the things that like our generations really don't have a problem with like I don't and maybe that's naive to say and I hate like doing the generation thing but I really think like my generation and younger generations are all kind of like, yeah, do whatever you want, like take care of yourself, like take care of others, do whatever makes you happy. But I feel like it's almost like the people who are making decisions right now, just these seem like such insane decisions to make that they don't know how to comprehend them. But I hope that that means that like, we're on the brink of like things just being okay to do whatever you want. And I don't know. That's wishful thinking, but (laughs) it just feels like it's getting worse right now. So I'm like, maybe it'll get better soon. I don't know. (laughs) I know. It's like, it's terrifying just to like exist at this point, like having other people make laws about my body and things like that. It's just like, it's just absolutely crazy. Like I shouldn't have to like be scared to be a woman and like have this body. Like that's just, it's again, it's like brought back to like how we were taught so many things and like that we are just objects and we are here to do whatever. Oh yeah. The abortion law too that got passed. I don't know if it was today or this week, but in some places that pretty much six weeks pregnant is too late to get an abortion, which for a lot of people is only like, they might find out like a week before or something that is absolutely outrageous. Like, I I know Mm -hmm. it's really sad. And the fact that it's all men who are making these laws, you guys clearly don't know shit still about Mm -hmm. the female anatomy period. And then tell me that I can't, Oh, I just, it doesn't make any sense. I I also hope that's something that's going to change. Hopefully maybe. And like, as our generation ages, like, Oh, I don't know. It's rough, but that's why we got to talk about it. I do feel like it's, there's this huge movement of just education and learning. And I feel like a lot of people are like, okay, like I wouldn't do this, but if it makes you happy and you're consenting to it by all means. And like, that's really cool to see. Yeah, definitely. I've been seeing so many like sex educators and just even sex positive, like accounts and platforms and even just like people just coming out and talking about all these things and I think that that's really amazing to see because like when I was younger like we didn't see any of that like 
same. No way. No one (laughs) even said the word sex around me or anything. And like, no, like I wish like when I was on Instagram, like back in high school, like sneaking it like in the bathroom, whatever, like I would see things like that to like make me feel comfortable and like teach me things. But like now that like I'm in my twenties, I'm like searching up all these things. And like the (laughs) fact that like, there's just so many things and like, it's amazing to like have this much resources and just even to have these conversations, because I always felt like we can't talk about these things. Like, no, you can't do that. But I think it's really amazing. Like you said, like our generation is really just being open and talking better. We're talking about consent, talking about sex, masturbation, all these amazing things. Like, I think that it's truly incredible, like what we're doing right now. Uh, I agree. I think even just like the masturbation conversation being normalized is huge. Like, I remember growing up to like in conservative communities, people always were like, well, if you masturbate, you're basically cheating on your partner. And like, there's so much like weird shame narratives that are so unnecessary. Like, it's like, no, (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't make any sense. Not quite. It's so strange. Like, I don't know. Like we eat when we're hungry. We like drink yummy things when we're thirsty. And like, we like take a bath when we want to feel good. It's like masturbation is just another thing that our body can do that feels really good. And I don't understand why we can't just let ourselves feel really good. I totally can relate to like what you talked about earlier, like just randomly getting drunk and like having that conversation with your friends, be like, all right, who else does it? Because that is the exact <laughs> same thing with me. Like I started masturbating like really young just because like it, yeah. I guess accidentally stumbled upon. It. I was like, this is really cool. Yep. I'm going to keep doing this, but no one around me ever talked about it. And then I, it was actually when I was in college, maybe my sophomore year, I was like sitting next to like my best friend. I was like, Psst, hey, like, and I wouldn't say the word masturbate because I thought that that was like really like a dirty word and it made it worse. Oh, yeah. like, I was calling oh, it yeah. jerking off like which is like a, I feel like <laughs> 20 like, times worse <laughs> yeah I feel like, like that's how the jerked off last night it sounds so like yeah she's like what and I was like do you jerk off and she was like what and I was like oh, like you know what I'm talking about she was like oh my god ew don't say it like that or like we're like whispering back and forth like on a couch like next to each other meanwhile no one else is around like and it was just that moment I was like okay at least one other person I know does it too yes and if you don't like you need to start because this shit is amazing yes exactly that was like all the conversations we had like that it was I don't know I remember how long my partner and I were broken up but like that whole summer whenever I hung out with people just got drunk and I was like listen ladies this is what you gotta do and like it was just so funny like and then we would all get back together and we'd like review our vibrators and it was like the best thing ever and I was like okay I'm this is like I just want to talk to people about their sexual health and pleasure like this is incredible like I just think like, our sexuality is such an important part of our personalities and, like, feeling whole in who we are. And, like, it was just so cool to, like, have these conversations with people and even see it in myself, like, being open about it and not feeling like you have to hide it anymore. Like, it was, it was like people were feeling just more confident and, like, more excited. And, like, it was just so cool. Like, I just think that, oh, why are we trying to push down this part of ourselves that's so dope? <laughs> exactly I feel like once I was able to like talk about it with my friends more I felt this sense of confidence and like I felt like sexier almost too which is something that I like I felt like dirty when I was doing it like not telling anybody about it like I felt so much shame but like once I was able to talk about it with people I was like 
Oh, okay. This is awesome. That's the part too. Like that shame. Like I think anything that is secretive has potential to like feel bad inside. Yes. Yes. And like, I agree. Like the part about just masturbating on my own, like with myself made me feel so much sexier just in general with myself. And like, I actually, uh, there's this company called one embody that I work with and they're like incredible and encourage like just everyone to like experience pleasure in whatever capacity that is. And one of the things I was talking about with them is like sensuality is like not even necessarily directly attached to like sex and masturbation, but just like allowing ourselves to like be sensual people is so cool. And like, we're never taught, especially as women growing up, that we're allowed to do that. So like when we start allowing ourselves to do it, we're like, oh, I'm really fucking cool, actually. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Maybe that's why they didn't want us to do it. We're getting too confident. <laughs> I know. They're they're fucking scared of us out here. Like we're capable of so much. <laughs> Seriously. I know. Once women start masturbating, it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this is like turned into a full career for you though. Like that's amazing. Like that's like a dream of mine. I would love to just sit and like talk about sex all the time with people and like just I'm like have amazed. these conversations about it. So can you talk a bit more about like what being a sex and relationship coach is like? Like, can you give me the details? Yeah. What does like a day in your life entail? A day in my life. Well, I have a new job soon where I'll be a content creator for another sex educator, which would be super dope. So I'll be writing like all these blog posts and Instagram posts about sex and sexuality, which I'm just so excited about because my Instagram, everyone can see I like to doodle and stuff. So it'll just be so fun to like get paid for that oh, <laughs> and yeah. to like do it for someone else that I think is incredible. So that'll be part of my days and my work week. But so I see clients and my clients are all so different. And like the really crazy thing about getting into sex coaching is like most of the time it's not even about sex. Like there's all these other things we have to work on before we get to the sex part of it. Like for a lot of my clients, it's like confidence coaching. It's like kind of rewriting a new script to believe for ourselves and like gaining confidence and just like who we are and like our boundaries and what we're looking for and like kind of overcoming like old narratives that we've thought. And so, and for some of my other clients, it is like they're in partnerships and they want to like work on their sex lives and we're going to have couple sessions and like, that's really fun too. And so I think I love it because it's so diverse for each person. And I think it's just really honestly fun for me. Cause like I have only been like out of, the conservative community for like, like maybe three almost four years and so it hasn't even been that long but I just like dove head first in the other direction <laughs> but like it's so much fun to be having these conversations with people and like just seeing them come to life and gain confidence is like honestly the best part like talking about sex and sexuality I could do it all day long because I love it and I think it's so much fun but just like seeing people feel like they're able to be their authentic self, even with themselves, like not even with me, like a lot of the work they do is on their own because they're only with me for like an hour a week or every other week, you know? There's that sign. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I told you, it's pretty loud. There's no beating around that. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> no, 
it just bellows off of all the buildings and it, it's still going like it's probably pretty far down the street right now but it's <laughs> anyways <laughs> job sounds amazing like what do like like what type of like exercises or like tools do you use people to like gain confidence with this like where does that all stem from so I did get certified to be a sex and relationship coach. Um, I took the training course through the Somatica sex and relationship training. So I'm not a Somatica coach because I kind of wanted to learn more about like debunking religious shame, but I'm just a certified sex and relationship coach. So basically we learned a lot of really awesome tools there, but honestly, I kind of make things up on the spot based on like what my client needs. So like, I, so for each session, I give my client like homework until they come back to see me the next time, but it's mostly like fun homework. Like one of my clients last week, her homework was to masturbate before she has sex with her, her partner. So it's really not that bad. I feel like this is the homework people want, yeah. <laughs> but it's honestly so specific. Like a lot of times for people who need more like confidence work, it's more just like building up self-confidence talking to ourselves with love and like working on what that looks like together and kind of like setting them up for the next couple of weeks when they're not with me so that way they can kind of rewrite the narrative of what they're telling themselves in their heads and that's really cool and yeah honestly it's like I kind of <laughs> just make it up and I kind of use things I've found to be helpful for myself and it really depends on person to person like I don't think I've ever used the same thing and with multiple clients it's all just random <laughs> that's really cool and really interesting to think about like how we all need different things in order to do the same thing yeah. if that like makes sense yes no definitely I think that's like one of the coolest things for me about coaching is like like really coaching is just being a really really good listener because everyone is so different that like if I get someone who has a similar personality, I mean, that's just like lucky of like, I probably know how I can help them. But most people, most of the time, that's not going to be the case. Like most people are going to be super different from me. And so it's just really cool to like figure out how people process what they process and then figuring out what tools they've used in the past that have been helpful for them, or if they have absolutely no idea and we need to figure it out together. And it's like trial and error until we find something that works. Like, I just love it because I feel like by the time people get to me for sex coaching, they're like really open and wanting change that they're open to whatever that process looks like. And that's really, really cool. And one of the reasons I wanted to become a coach was because I think to understand intimacy, we need to be able to like have intimacy. And so like me being able to share with my clients, like personal experiences allows them to trust me and like share intimate experiences with me instead of like me just sitting there listening and asking them about their lives like I'm not shitting on therapy I love therapy but I think with sex therapy it's almost like hard to take the tools you learn and then use them in your own life if you're not practicing them in a safe space because literally like we're all learning sex communication for like the first time like we need a safe place to practice it that makes us feel confident to then like take it and use it in our relationship and so it's really cool to create that space with people yeah that's really really awesome and I feel like that kind of like 
goes back to starting the conversation and like making that safe space, like how we were talking about, like in college, like starting that conversation with people, because then you feel safe with that person. You can keep talking about all these situations and you can learn from each other too. It just feels really nice to be able to talk about these things in a safe way and like not feel shamed. Yes, definitely. And I feel like for a lot of people that are coming to me, this is like the first safe place. Like a lot of people aren't able to talk about masturbation or sex with their friends. So like talking about it with me is new. So obviously in our first couple sessions, we can't jump right into like, how do we make our sex life better? We just have to get comfortable like talking about it. And that's really cool. Like I think one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it is because I was never given that space. And so it's just so cool to be able to create that space for other people. Like I think we're always healing and always learning. And I feel like this is just like, my job is like this constant, like healing, beautiful thing I get to do now. And it's so cool. I love that you also create this safe space on your Instagram account on a sexuality. Like the second I found your account, like I felt so connected to it. And I felt like it was so easy to relate to it almost because you have like these cute little like doodles and shit. I love them. And it just like feels like you're like talking with like a friend or you're like looking at like a friend's Instagram. Like there's nothing like explicit about it. Like there's no like crazy pictures or anything. And I feel like it was just like such a great account to learn from and to like read from. Like it felt like coming like from a friend. So I absolutely love your account and what you're doing with it. Like it's phenomenal. Oh, thank you so much. That was like the approach I wanted to take because when I started looking up things and like nudity and all that stuff like doesn't bother me. I love it and I support it. But I feel like for a lot of people who are either deconstructing religion or just getting into being comfortable talking about sex like a lot of sex positive accounts are like really a lot at first and I was like okay when I was figuring out how to build my brand I was like what should I try to do and I was like I should probably literally just be myself and like I'm not intimidating at all because my voice isn't intimidating like I'm just so like I don't know I was like I just need to make this be me because like that's gonna make people trust me and like I think that I you that I do the doodles instead of real bodies is helpful with like easing people into it because they're not just like looking at naked pictures and I've had a lot of people message me and be like this is really great like it's allowed me to now like I feel comfortable talking about this stuff so I followed a lot of other sex educators who post like a lot of different things and I'm like perfect that's what I want I'm like a stepping stone to help you feel more comfortable yeah I feel like it's like a great not like first account but like you're saying kind of like a stepping stone almost because like I can look at this account anywhere and not have to like turn my screen a little bit or like turn the brightness down like you can look at it anywhere and feel comfortable like not feeling like worried or ashamed because it's nothing it's nothing bad it's just it's just sex and you're talking about things honestly and you're sharing these opinions and you're sharing a lot of really valuable information but like I don't feel like I need to hide it which like you never should feel like you need to hide it but like if you're still like in that like stage where you're like nervous about it and like coming and like becoming used to it like I think it's a great account for that thank you I love it it's so much fun it's like I started it kind of on a whim I was like oh I'm just gonna go I'm not finished with class yet but might as well see and then it's kind of like taken off and I'm like okay well (laughs) guess we're doing this but it's like I love it so much it's I really haven't had very many bad experiences with anyone like being weird it's just been like this really cool space and I just it makes my heart happy (laughs) 
Seriously, it is really great. And I've learned a lot from that account. Like you shared some really, really good stuff. And I think that it's important. Like we all need that space to go to or that resource to go to, to learn these things, especially if you were like either of us, like never in a space, like growing up, like talking about these things. So it's good to have that safety net and be able to learn from other people. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So what advice do you have for others, either Christian culture or not, could be for anybody on how to break the stigma of feeling shame and to become comfortable and confident when it comes to sex? Mm. That's kind of a loaded question. Sorry. I just like threw it at your heart. No, it's good. I love loaded questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, and this could be hard because I think it feels really scary, but, and in some circles, it might not be like a lot of people might feel like they don't have anyone to go to, to talk about, but I think finding a safe outlet to talk about your sex and sexuality, I think whether that is with like a coach or a therapist or one friend or your partner or literally anyone or finding an Instagram account that makes you feel confident and you have a little community, which I've more coming on a little community soon that I'm going to be creating for people like that. But I think just the safe place where you can talk about it, because I think the insides of ourselves becomes a hotbed for shame when we don't let things out. Like I was just telling my partner the other day, like I said something and he was like, do you want me to try and fix that? And I was like, no, I literally just needed to let it out. So I wouldn't let myself feel shitty about it inside. But I feel like when it comes to sex and sexuality, like we're not allowed to let things out oftentimes or talk about them. And so it starts to feel like a really big deal. And so I think my advice would be to find an outlet that's safe for you in whatever capacity that looks like, that makes you feel a little bit more you and that you're validated to explore yourself. I think that would be my advice because anything else is like super situational and could change like person to person. It could change every single day. Like, one day you might want to masturbate and that feels really good. The next day you might need like to just make dinner and have a glass of wine. Like there's nothing else like that's specific besides like finding a space that makes you feel safe. Like that's the thing I think most people, which that sounds really scary and hard. I understand like coming from someone who was in Christian culture, I don't know what I would have done at first, but I think just, separating myself a bit and finding different outlets slowly was really helpful. So, wow. I think okay. that's, nice. that's really great <laughs> advice. Yeah. I think that that's amazing. Cause when you're like so surrounded with like this feeling of shame and almost even like guilt for yeah. doing some of these things, like once you find those people or that outlet, like for me, it was just a group of friends. Like I felt a million times better about myself. Like it yeah. felt like just a weight being lifted off my shoulders. And I'm like, damn, where was this my whole life? But like, it was so yeah. scary to take that step to like start talking about these things. Cause I thought I was like, going to feel so much shame and like get so much judgment. Yeah. From people. Yes. Yes. And I think like, I know there's a lot of friends I couldn't talk to from the communities I grew up in, but the friends I did talk to who received me well, it was like, there is like no better acceptance than that feeling in that moment of being like, oh my God, I'm not weird. I'm not crazy. Like this is normal. It's okay to want to talk about it. In fact, it's preferred that you talk about it. Like, I think it was just eye opening to me. And then it's kind of crazy. Like, I don't know what that saying is like, 
whatever you like kind of start inviting certain things into your life, they come more naturally. And like, it was kind of like once I started opening up and having those conversations, other people felt like they could talk to me about that stuff too. So it was like kind of just this domino effect. And so I think once we like, like, you know, the people you can be real with and the people you can't. So just being, being cautious of your in situations where like it could affect your life, you know, whatever, but open up. (laughs) do it. It feels good. We need to do it. Yeah, it really does. It's kind of like a life-changing feeling. And then you feel like we're connected to those people too. Like I felt like a lot closer and like I had like a deeper bond with those people. Like once we shared like that, like really, I guess, personal and intimate detail, like about ourselves. Like it was so simple. It's just like masturbating. And now I'm like, oh my God, we're friends for life. Like exactly. I know, which is so crazy because literally you can go sit next to a stranger and you know they masturbate at home, but no one's saying anything. So it's just something that needs to be normalized. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's great that we're able to like have open conversations like about this now, considering that we were two people who didn't know each other an hour ago and now we're openly having like this conversation. With yes. Each other. Like I think that that's exactly. really cool that we're able to do things like that now. I know, look at you. You have this cute little podcast and you're making things happen. It's great. (laughs) Thank you. My gosh. I'm blushing over here. (laughs) My last question for you, also another loaded question. So get ready. Oh, I'm ready. (laughs) Throughout your entire experience with being a sex coach, with your entire background growing up, what is your favorite and most important thing you've learned when it comes to sex, pleasure, and body confidence? That's so hard. <laughs> it's like one of those things you're like, how do I pick just one? Okay, I think it's that. <laughs> this is gonna probably sound so like woo woo, but whatever. <laughs> I think like I always felt like I had a pretty decent sense of self just because I'm really emotional and I'm like. <laughs> pretty like in touch with my feelings and so but I felt like once I started masturbating like it really unlocked something in me like it was like I was getting to know this part of myself that I'd never allowed myself to explore before and like being able to like give my own body pleasure and like in a way that like also releases endorphins and makes me excited and like if I'm having a bad day like it was really helpful and like kind of getting to create like a little ritual with myself that felt really sacred I felt like I I like actually knew myself when I got to know my sexual self like outside of anyone else like I feel like it's different when it's partnered a lot of times, like just personally my own sexual experience with myself. I think there's all these avenues we encourage people to get to know themselves except for like your work avenue, like relationships, like all these different things that make up who we are. But like, I don't feel like we're our whole selves until we're comfortable with like our sexuality. And that could also mean like, maybe you don't like being sexual and you learn that about yourself and you're asexual and that's understanding your sexuality like it could be in any capacity but like I think the most important thing for me and like seeing in other people like when people develop that practice on their own and they know themselves in that way like you can just see that they feel so much more confident about themselves and so I think that's been the most important thing I've learned. (laughs) 
I love that. Okay. Like that just made like my heart happy listening to that. That's so amazing. This is why you are good at what you do because that was just oh my God. so good. Thank you so much. I absolutely love this conversation. Like this was so much fun. Like I feel like I'm chatting great. with a pal from college. I know. But my personal life. I've never talked before. <laughs> This was truly so amazing. And I cannot thank you enough for what you do, your account, your platform, everything that you stand for, and also having this conversation and coming on my podcast. So, oh, yeah, of course. It was Again, the best. thank you so much. Everybody, make sure to follow this fucking account, Honest Sexuality, on Instagram, <laughs> and make sure to visit her website, honestsexuality.com. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Girls Room. Don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review, and follow me on Instagram at thegirlsroom underscore pod. See you next week for an all new episode.